Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, January 3rd. S&P futures are trading off uh, 30, 34 points. That's about 1%. Europe is trading down about 70 to 90 basis points for the major indices. And Asia actually fared decently. Um, Hang Seng was off only small. The Shanghai Comp was about flat. Japan was closed again. Um, and Brent is up about 3.7 to 4%. So, uh, you know, the first major macro story of 2020 hit overnight um, where a U.S. military strike took out um, a very senior official in Iran, this General uh, Soleimani, who is widely considered to be the second most powerful person in that country, responsible for most of the military, most of the intelligence agencies, as well as most of the foreign policy. Um, so a very, very, very senior figure. Um, obviously, this is dramatic escalation in tensions. The move is certainly not unwarranted. Um, you know, Soleimani goes back several decades is responsible for many of the provocative actions um, on on the part of Iran, including um, you know responsible for many deaths of U.S. soldiers um, going back to the 2003 invasion of Iraq. Um, so it was something that um, Bush and Obama had both been presented with, and they both rejected it, just given um, their worries that it would just kind of um, spark a, a much wider regional conflict. So I think that's obviously why markets are responding the way they are this morning. Um, you know, just concern that you're going to see um, an escalation of of kind of this proxy war that had been underway between U.S. and Iranian interests in the Middle East for for years. Um, that that's going to escalate further. And Iran, um, you know, is using very bellicose rhetoric this morning, um, directing threats towards the U.S. Um, U.S. military is on high alert in the region. Israeli military is on high alert in the region. Um, so, you know, I think that's clearly why, um, you know, you're seeing this risk off price action this morning. Normally, if you kind of go back, um, you know, geopolitical events tend to only have an ephemeral effect on markets. You usually see the, um, you know, the fallout kind of dissipate over a couple of sessions. Um, you know, this time it's probably going to be a little different given that this is probably the most significant foreign policy geopolitical event thus far of the Trump presidency. Um, you know, you can argue with that given what's happened on uh, North Korea, given that we, you know, taking out the the leader of ISIS. But um, as far as the broader sustained ramifications of um, various geopolitical events, this is certainly, um, in my view, the most significant, um, as well as the multiple doesn't leave much room for error. So a multiple that was a few turns lower gives the market a lot more flexibility to absorb macro body blows. One that's, you know, 18 and a half to 19 times, depending on what number you want to use for 2020. Um, you know, there just isn't as much capacity to absorb macro headwinds. So for those two reasons, I, I suspect that this is kind of going to um, be an overhang on the tape over the coming um, weeks. Um, obviously, you're going to have to watch to see what the fallout is going to be, if there is kind of a, an immediate retaliation or if it's just kind of... Um, you know, settles down. Um, you know, I still think kind of looking bigger picture, the next hundred points on the S and P will be determined by um, you know the, the state of earnings as well as kind of the specificity of this upcoming phase one agreement, which is probably still the single most important macro event that we're waiting for. Um, you know, remember the signing ceremony is supposed to be on January fifteenth. Me report has suggested um, a a uh, a delegation of senior Chinese officials could be in Washington as soon as this weekend for a kind of ongoing. Um, discussions as they try to finalize this phase one agreement. But um, it's going to be crucial that the document that gets signed and that presumably will be released to the public um, include specifics around around asset purchases. Um, you know, remember the U.S. has been talking about how China 
will increase U.S. purchases by about $200 billion in total over time, including um, getting agricultural purchases to about $40 to $50 billion on an annual basis, um, as well as uh, more specifics on kind of the parameters around potential incremental tariff rollback going forward. Um, if it's just a very vague, brief document without any details, um, you know, I think that certainly will be very disappointing. Um, and then, you know, coupled with that will be just this upcoming earnings season, not really so much on Q4 numbers, but just um, the outlook from uh, management teams as far as just Q1, as well as um, the first half and the whole year. Um, so my view, you know, aside from this morning's Iran developments, which um, certainly is a negative, I still, I still think, um, even as of the close yesterday, that, you know, the multiple is just too excessive. People are are too optimistic about the positive growth and earnings impact of the November December trade developments. Um, so, other than other than that news out of Iran, there really was not a ton to talk about this morning. Um, no major macro news. No major eco data. Um, nothing super important as far as central banks are concerned. You're still kind of in this weird holiday environment. Um, you know, and I suspect that that will, you know, you're, you're going to start to normalize it in terms of attendance and liquidity on Monday. Um, so that's probably exacerbating, you know, some of the price action we're seeing this morning. Um, you know, as far as catalysts for today, we're going to get the U.S. manufacturing I, ISM at 10 a.m. Um, if you kind of go back to yesterday, we got most of the P, manufacturing PMIs out of Asia and Europe, and, and they were they were slightly encouraging. You did see Increases in November for most of Asia, increases in December over November for most of uh, the Asian countries. And then the final European number was revised higher. That said, you're still not seeing this sharp inflection in, in um, momentum by any means. And, you know, the European number in particular is still kind of well below 50. Um, and that 50 is kind of that growth contraction demarcation point. So you're coming out of a very deep hole, um, but it, you know, you're really not making an enormous upside progress as far as manufacturing numbers are concerned. And it will be interesting to see kind of the ripple effects of the Boeing 737 MAX outage. Um, you know, that certainly is going to be a headwind for manufacturing numbers going forward. Um, production obviously was halted late in December. Boeing at the, for now is, is trying to avoid um, mass layoffs, and I think they'll be under a lot of political pressure not to lay anyone off. But you know, you are going to see certainly that that come through in manufacturing data um, over the coming months. Um, so you got that U.S. ISM at 10 a.m., and then you have the Fed minutes at 2 p.m. this afternoon. And you actually do have a lot of Fed speakers on the calendar. Um, you know, again, I don't think the Fed really is a big wild card right now, or the ECB. You, you know, they're they're very much thought to be on hold probably for this entire year, um, the policy reviews that both are, are undergoing, the feds will be out mid-year and the ECBs will be out at the end of this year. That's probably going to be um, in the most important central bank deliverables from both. But in terms of um, you know near-term repolicy, um, I really don't suspect you're going to see any controversy from them, especially at least for the next um, one or two quarters. Um, so that is essentially it. Nothing super important on the micro front either. Um, you know, I think people are, are watching out for any types of earnings updates. You haven't really seen any um, notable pre-announcements. Um, and so obviously, I think starting next week, we'll kind of get into the unofficial pre-announcement season. Uh, so that is it for today. Um, I've, I've been publishing a lot of kind of strategy updates, just kind of looking back and then looking forward. Um, I have links to everything in the Vital Dawn this morning, and it's all obviously up on the website. I'll be sending around something more comprehensive um, in the coming days just for kind of Monday when um, you know things start to get back to normal. 
Uh, so that is it for today. Thank you everyone for listening.